Hi there, Spurs people, and welcome to the Steve Perriman podcast, uh, ably uh, helped by Howard, uh, Allah uh, with Vivian, setting him up for this podcast, and Tom, Tom in the um, the workplace. Uh, Tom, you've moved recently, haven't you? Moved last week. So uh, yeah, today is my podcast debut from my new man shed. Which, well, it's uh, looking good. It's, it's, it needs a bit of work, but uh, I'm in here and I'm away from the kids and the tumble dryer, the famous tumble dryer that Kerry always puts on as soon as these podcast recordings start. So, um, yeah, yeah, well, we're in a good place. Well done. And you didn't watch the game last night? Uh, unfortunately, I had an online, well, un- unfortunately, I had a, an online parents evening. Um, so I had to uh, follow the first half from my phone, uh, watch the second half, um so i got to see the uh, the big guns come on and uh, yeah. and, and harry's hat trick uh, the cavalry they call the cavalry. it the cavalry yeah i'd say yeah. so but i think um i think howard's far more qualified to talk about the game given that he uh, actually went to it and howard you went to the game what was your reasoning behind that after the disappointment of sunday i wanted to see the t- i wanted to see the team and see what their their reaction was and see if he had players who had heart because one of the things that bothered me so much on last Sunday was absolute lack of personal commitment, of courage, of getting stuck in, of showing, of competing. Um, yeah. It was just appalling. So yeah. I was looking, I was looking for some changes that he might be making, and whether any other players coming in would make a difference. Yeah. And how how was the crowd reaction to the to the team, especially early on? Yeah, um, it was okay. It wasn't anything terribly negative. Okay. Um, it was, yeah. And we just heard it was 25,000, so yeah. lots lots of gaps. Yeah, all of the aperitures were closed off. Yeah, but a bit easier to uh, park the car? Much easier to park the car. <laughs> so you had, a, you had an easier walk to the, to the stadium? <laughs> and then you had an easier walk coming back, but yes. Yeah, exactly. So... Good. Well, this this is a sort of hastily put together podcast because I've been a little bit let down by by someone for the um, to talk about uh, the Aston Villa game coming up. So so we're just going to give our views on last night, the week that we've just had, the disappointments from everyone for that uh, very disappointing. Uh, performance against the Arsenal. Can we actually call it a performance? No. It was a sort of non-performance, wasn't it? And and I suppose your reactions have been the same as me. That we're we're fairly rational people, aren't we? We think things through, and we we like certain things, and we dislike others, and and all that goes with it. But you know, when you see a game like last Sunday's game. You, you become irrational and you're led by, by emotion as such. And, you know, if you go into a butcher's and he serves you bad meat and you only find that out when, when it's cooked, you say, I'm never going to that butcher's again. I think after Sunday, certain people were saying, that's me done. I'm, 
I'm out here as per Tottenham Hotspur. But guess what? Because it's your football team, you're not out of here. It, it costs you two or three days of worry and all that goes with that. But uh, but eventually, like you did, Howard, you went back to the game and so did 25,000 others. And yeah. um, but and who's to say that the crowd would have been any more had we beat the Arsenal? Who knows? But um, but yeah, it was. Uh, and 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 actually, you know that that disappointment against Arsenal followed a lot of other disappointments. I mean, the Ryder Cap Cup was not good, was it? <laughs> the boxing match at Tottenham Stadium that sort of went against us in in terms of nationality. Even Jerry Barton won a game. Yeah, saw that. Wow. Well, if ever I wanted someone to lose a game, it was it was that one with with history behind it. But um, I suppose the tennis lady is the one that's pulled us out. Yeah. The young young tennis player. So well done to her. But um, but what what worried me about the Arsenal performance was I always think back to Bill Nicholson's days, and I know that's a different era and. And maybe my next comment is going to be because I've been watching too much Strictly Come Dancing. But the fundamentals are wrong. The fundamentals that Bill Nicholson put into his players, constant messages, you know, week after week, month after month, year after year, there was fundamentals of how to play together, the glue that, that, that made you a team. So that you all, you know, you're receiving the same messages and you know in certain situations that this will happen next or this is what should happen next. And, you know, I didn't see any of that on against the Arsenal. I didn't see it. So. So give us your uh, give us your opinion, Tom, you, you were you were watching that on TV with us all. I, th- I, th- I think by half time <laughs> I, I'd pretty much lost my emotional connection to it i'd i'd, I'd almost I, I wasn't feeling up yeah it's always the first goal that goes in against us that that that's a dagger in terms of how i in terms of how i'm feeling about a game um and and yeah that we, we didn't start well the first goal um we we gifted it to them in in, in terms of the the space we gave um the the whole defense really just uh, just, just stepped off and then um, second second goal was a was was a very good one f- from their perspective, but again it came from 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 not great play from us. And then the third one was just a, a complete shambles, really. Harry losing it at, um, at, at, at well, well up at our atta- attacking end, and um, <laughs> and then you know bless him, he rushes back to try and uh, make amends for it, and uh, it's a bit of a comedy of errors in our defence, and um, and Saka scored a, a good a good goal, but. They, they, they were all they all just felt avoidable goals and on top of the the space that was constantly there in the in the midfield throughout that whole yeah. first half it just it just looked like they could just cut through us at will and you know we made i think the the only time we really started looking like we were capable of doing something was was, was when skip came on um and and brian hill obviously uh helped set up the goal yeah there was some encouragement there and and I mean, in actual fact, in that second half, we we probably had enough chances to to get an un, an unlikely draw. We 
which wouldn't have been deserved and would have papered over some cracks pretty um you know pretty badly but the performance as you say was just it just felt gutless it didn't feel like we were up for for, for the derby it seemed like all of Arsenal's new newer signings knew what it meant to that to, to play in the North London derby um we just looked relatively disinterested Nuno didn't seem to be showing much passion yeah. on the on, on the sidelines and um yeah I, I I the game finished and I felt pretty numb actually and I um tried not to think about it for, for for a couple of days and having just moved house I've had a lot to occupy me and uh take my mind off it to be honest but yeah. um but I'll be there on Sunday I'm taking um Neddy my seven-year-old to his first post-pandemic game so um hoping to see a, an improvement that's being a good father is it I think it's being um, social, social services need to get involved, to be honest, if I'm going to expose him to this. Uh, Howard, so it, none yeah. of us, none of us were surprised by the substitutions at half time. No. I think that, uh, that Skip, and I'd seen Skip play against somebody. Was it Wolves? Could be. And when we started off well in that game for, the first 20 minutes, we scored two goals. Skip really was not quite at it. And then after that, for the next 70 minutes, uh, Wolves sort of controlled the game and eventually got back into it and we won it on penalties, obviously. But at that moment, when we were behind the flow of the game, Skip actually came to the front, which reminded he reminded me of me. Yeah. Um, because I, I think a lot about this. I was, I was a better player. I'm not saying I was a good player. I was a better player when there was a fight on our hands. Yeah. So I was a, a, I loved playing away from home, for instance. That's no disrespect to our crowd um, that, that could lift you. Of course, they added certain things to my legs and to my energy. But away from home, when you're being screamed at by supporters, their supporters, the home supporters, I stepped up a bit, bit taller than what I was anyway. And um, so that reminded me a little bit of Skip on that particular day. And then, you know, he got left out and gets bought on at half time, and, and really did add something to us. I mean, it would be hard to make us any worse than what we were, but... He actually added something. And of course, uh, you call him Hill, Gill, whatever his name is. He obviously made a tackle and and that was unusual on that particular day, wasn't it? Uh, Which got us the goal. And as you said, Tom, you know, Morris shot. What a save that was by Mm. the goalkeeper, by the way. Mm. So, you know, Um, it could could have ended up. but Harry, Harry Kane's chance as well. Yeah, yeah, he was. Uh, he, he scores that ninety nine times out of a hundred. Um, yeah, that's yeah, that's, but that's takes enough, big, takes that's nothing a big away chance. from. Yeah, but the, but it, it would it would have papered over a, a, a poor performance there. And, yeah. yeah, we didn't serve anything. Howard, and with regard to the performance um, yesterday, um, we're we're doing this on Friday, so I'm talking about the Thursday game. Do you think that is any reflection on what the next team would be? Yes, I do. I think he's there are quite a few positions that he's not totally sure about, and so he's yeah. giving them a more chance to see. To see. Yeah. Um, Romero is the longest time he's been on the pitch for us. Yeah. Like. I, who I like the look of. He looked quite strong. 
Um, my only question was he often went went forward when we lost the ball and it left, left us quite exposed at the back. I liked yeah. him when he was on the ball. Yeah, I do. I do. He sort of carries himself correctly. Mm. He looks like he's up for it. That's, that's, you know, that might be kidology, who knows? But um, I, I think there's signs of him. And I actually like Rodon better mm-hmm. last night than, than what I've noticed before. I, I think he, and, and this might be as much for the, for the Wales team as our team, because we haven't seen that much of him yet, have we? No. I think he, he goes in a bit too strong with referees as well. So he, he looks like he can get out of control somewhat. But, um, but yeah, but I think Harry Winks is, is, um, is toiling, isn't he? Which is, a, yeah. which is a strange one. And that seems to have been since Potch's leaving and the Mourinho era. And it looked like he's been well, a different player. Yeah, it's a long, long, long way from um, him dominating the Real Madrid mid- midfield at Wembley a few years ago. Very much so. So I'm, I'm still worried about uh, Dyer because I, the game is about tempo, and you must add tempo to your team, and therefore be careful of any player that takes the tempo out of your team. Your, your you're wanting to win, you're following, you're supporting. And I just think that he, he, because he doesn't actually expect the ball, when it comes to him, he's thinking negatively. I know we've been through this before, but, but I want him to, to show something. I think probably once every three or four games, he drives into the sort of midfield area and shows that he can play. Well, if that's part of your game, let's do it some more then. And, um, you know, for as big as he is, he's not that good in the air, is he? And, you know, he, he's got big legs that he's, he's got to adjust when he's being run at. And I think that's what what teams are looking to do to him. So I just want to see him, you know, he's, he's playing nowhere near his potential, is mm. he really? It's it's is is long short of that, and and I put Winksy in in that category as well. Um, I, I like uh, not saying he doesn't make mistakes. The left back, Regillion, Regillion, yeah, Regillion, and you know, yes, he, he sometimes gives the ball away. Who doesn't? But he's at least he's trying to run with purpose with the ball, mm. and therefore, if someone makes a mistake off the back of purpose. That's that's a better mistake to make off the back of non-purpose. And I, I'm sort of worried about uh, the right back from Wolverhampton. Doherty. Doherty, because he looks as though his, his confidence is shot. And, he looks petrified. Doesn't he? Yeah. And it, it looks like he doesn't want to cross the ball for fear of it not going the right place or whatever. And... And we all know that, you know, when you're playing with confidence, you don't even think about failure. You don't even imagine it's anywhere near your, what you're going to do next with a ball. So, so in that way, it's, it's um, a little bit worrying, isn't it? So, speaking, speaking of confidence, though, I think Hill, right, or Gil, is, is, is showing he, he doesn't look like he's got any fear. He's, uh, he's, he's already like 
you know, coming on in games, looking like he's got something to give. Um, I, I can't remember what it was someone someone made a comment that he, they, he reminds them of um, in a good way. He reminds them of Jose Dominguez back in the in the late nineties, in that yeah. he was a bit of a kind of ray of sunshine in a in a painful rebuild, um, yeah. which which I yeah. can kind of see. I think he's got a lot more potential than Jose Dominguez, but. Uh, but yeah, he's, I think I think there's quite a lot to come from him, and I'm quite excited about about it. He's showing he's showing glimpses, isn't he? And he's um, but but what what's encouraging to me is that he's showing no sign whatsoever of of being overawed by his move. You know, young lad coming from another country, but he's uh, he, yeah. he's he's running around, he's trying to make things happen, and he's um, yeah, I'm I'm quite looking forward to seeing what he has. It looks like he wants to put his name on a position. Yeah. Do you agree with that? It, it looks like he's saying, I'm going to do enough for you to pick me. Yeah. Well, he, he said he wants to be left, attacking left, left, left winger, which is obviously um, kind of Son's, Son's position, yeah. if you will. So uh, he, he might not get to play in his favourite position all the time, but mm. um, but certainly with the, with the extra European games we've got, he'll get more than enough chances to stake his claim to play there, hopefully. Certainly last, last night he played left wing and... The few times that he wandered from the left wing, I saw Nuno having a go at him to get, and get back, and he was quickly. Ah, okay. And any thoughts on Delhi? Viv thought he was absolutely appalling and doesn't mind to play for Tottenham over again. Um, I thought actually he had a fairish game. He was confident to take the penalty. Yeah. Uh, he's not, not the world's best, but if it's fine taking him out, who are you going to put in his place? Where, yeah. What position did he start the game in, Howard? Was he was he playing like central or, or behind a striker or central? Because hmm. hmm. those first two seasons he was playing more of a number, deep, like a deeper striker yeah. role, wasn't he? And that's when he was scoring, coming in late, assisting. Yeah, you know, and um, he, again, again, it's just it just seems like he's a long way from from what we we're, we're used to getting from him. Yeah. You know, 15, 16, 16, 17. Um, I, I think he, um, I like the fact that he takes chances with the ball yeah. because that is, that is a purpose. He, it's no good saying we haven't got confidence. Then the player that is trying to build his confidence by putting in the special pass, um, which he did against Wolves, by the way, for, for, um, yeah. for the great, goal, great one of the goals, great pass. Um, it, it, just looks like he either gets too disappointed when it doesn't come off, or I have the opinion that it's a bit loose. There's a looseness there why mm. he loses possession. And therefore you you think that's obvious to improve. Um, I, I, I agree with you, Howard. I thought he started off fine, you know, being made captain, given responsibility. Go on, go and get over the whatever happened on Sunday. And um, I just think that he, his game went downhill when our team went downhill. Now, whether he was responsible for it last night, um, I'm not sure, but uh, he looked angry about being taken off, didn't he? It looked like that wasn't meant to be the plan. And um, the commentator said he went straight down the tunnel and then all of a sudden he said, oh, Deli Alley's back. And he was in the shot, wasn't he, a couple of times behind Nuno? So, well, he he also gave a very um a, a very well received post match interview as well. 
he was um he was he was straight on the cameras afterwards and um and he spoke really? he spoke he spoke quite honestly and passionately about um about things saying um yeah what a lot of people are thinking in a obviously slightly media trained football away but uh he, he, i think he deserves a lot of credit for how he spoke after the game so Brilliant. You... Oh, well well said tom mm. i like that i like that because it we, you know it's easy we, we're sort of jumping on them in a in a kindish way um but when you know when something good happens i was a little bit worried about nuno's uh, eyes <laughs> when we were one, two, three down against the Arsenal. He looked like, okay, he was welling up, by the way. There was anger in there, um, which you would expect. You, you want it to be angry, but I just wondered if it was a bit more than that. You know, apparently the, the team didn't respond to the tactics that he wanted playing. And by the way, what tactics can you possibly get away with in a game where players do not cover ground? There is, there is not a tactic alive. Because even if you defend from the halfway line, there's work to be done running in between players and filling space and getting tight and getting close and recovering to goal. You know, there's as much work in that as anything. Mm. So... Um, yeah, I just uh, that that Sunday performance was a very worrying one. Um, delighted that Harry got his three goals. Which one did you like best, Howard of the three? I was quite a way away from them, but I thought they were all, all fairly similar in terms of the case. A bit of space between the keeper and, and Harry, yeah. and such at the moment as well as he can do. Yeah, I thought the I thought the first one when he was on the stretch. Yeah. And I'm not sure the goalkeeper did great on any of them, but um, but I think I think to be fair, uh, <laughs> were you anywhere close to the uh, the opposition goal, Howard? Ooh. Yeah, that was a strike, wasn't it? That was a, that was hell of a strike. Yeah, yeah, well done, well done, them. I mean, but, uh, well, they, for the ten minutes that they got back, only one one goal behind, I was imagining ending up losing three two. And having the media all over our backs for this morning. Yeah. Yeah. Unfortunately, well, we turned it around. Absolutely. Well, well, I think we've talked enough about um, being down and then being a little bit less down and then sort of being up. And Harry scored three goals. And come on, let's uh, let's all gather up for the for the Aston Villa game. So um, so yeah. Tom, good luck with your new house. Thank you. We're going to go and visit him one day, Howard, aren't we? Yeah, for sure. Absolutely. Come and see my new man shed. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm off to Portugal for a couple of weeks. Yep. So um, I'm going to show... That, you know, there's no adverts on this uh, podcast. There's no subscriptions. Am I right, chaps? Correct. We're doing it for the love love of our club and someone sent me that the other day for um, for audio um, for audio listeners this is a uh <laughs> this is yeah. a, a do you want to describe it to people listening on the podcast steve well it's by pablo prince of pablo isn't it um artist and um 
seven players, nobody's got a face, but you can tell you can tell who they are. And we're sat at White Hart Lane Station, underground station, which there is no such thing. So, um, so yeah. And actually, I'm going to give an advert. The books have sold particularly well this week. Mm. I wonder if that's because when Tottenham play so badly, people sort of have a hunger to listen about the past. Maybe, maybe that's the case. But um, I hope it doesn't happen that much more in such a disappointing way as as it was on Sunday but um but there, there's always positives out of the negative and the book sales were were um were up so that Good. that was great but uh, so yeah so chaps we'll uh, we'll regroup in a couple of weeks um I'll keep in touch with you from Portugal yeah and um don't don't be afraid to send me texts and stuff we really need this holiday we really need it. And um, we're going with my daughter and her man. Uh, they also need a holiday. And um, unfortunately, another friend of mine who normally comes with us is recovering from an operation. So Danny and Paulette, we look forward to traveling with you again soon. Uh, also, there's two young lads. They're 11-year-old twins, Alex and Lewis. Uh, they are sons of one of my biggest supporters and when I left Spurs all those years ago this very nice young man sent me a, a, a brilliant letter and I replied to it and he's got copies of both those mm. and now all of a sudden he's got 11 year old twins so I, I, I knew when they were born etc so to Alex and Lewis good luck keep your football going you know, don't don't worry about Tottenham situation. We we're going to rebuild and and come back again, and uh, that's all part of being a Tottenham supporter. Am I right, Howard? Absolutely. Yeah. So, thanks everyone for listening, and um, come on, you okay. Spurs. We'll speak soon. Mm-hmm.